0: In the beginning of this week's parsha, Rashi quotes the words tzaveh, and then quotes the word Zoch. Myshrabbin should command the Yidden to bring the pure olive oil, and Rashi explains, Bli Shmarim, it means without any sediment, as it says in berish hazayis," that it would leave the olive to ripen at the top of the tree. The Rebbe is going to be asking a number of questions. Amongst them, why is this relevant to point that the olive was left at the top of the tree? But before that, the Rebbe asks, it seems to be that Rashi doesn't have a problem with the word zach, to translate it as ple- clean or pure. Rashi only says that it means it does not have any sediment. The question is, what is Rashi negating? What else could have it possibly had that we need to say that it means without sediment? If zach means pure, if we understand it to mean pure, that should be pretty obvious that it doesn't have any sediment. The Rebbe is going to ask another a number of other questions as well on this Rashi, but we'll leave that for a little bit later, hopefully get back to it during the Sicha. And the Rebbe explains, when we look at the <laughs> Lamoir, the question becomes, what is this word zach, pure, referring to? Is it referring to the oil being pure, or is it referring to the olive being of a high quality, a pure olive? Because when we look at the posik, where does the word kosis come? It says, Kosis is crushed. Now, crushed is certainly the olive. So it says, Shemen Zayas Zach Kosis. So if Kosis is referring to the Zayas, to the olive that has been mentioned earlier, and between those two words, you have the word Zoch Shemen Zayas Zach Kosis. So if Kosis refers to the olive, seemingly Zach would also be referring to the olive. And therefore the Ezra, in fact interprets this as meaning that we're speaking about that the olive needs to be a pure olive that is an olive that is not partially eaten, an olive that is not rotten. But Rashi clearly is not learning like this. Rashi is saying, it's going back to the word Shemin, that the oil needs to be pure. And that's what Rashi is coming to tell us with the words Belishmarim, that there shouldn't be any sediment. And that of course refers to the oil itself. Of course, the question is why. Why is it referring to the oil wouldn't have it fit better if we're saying that it refers to the olive. And this is why Rashi brings, in the beginning of the Rashi, he brings the words, And you, Moshe Rabbeinu, should command the Yidin to bring this olive oil. Now, remember, we're speaking of Eta that are in the Midbar, a place where there are no olive trees growing. So, clearly, they're going to be using oil that they took along with them from Mitzrayim. Because we're not assuming that they took along with them olives for the whole duration of the time they're in the Midbar and crushing them in the Midbar. If that's the case, if we're speaking about oil that they took, so when you look at the oil and we're told that it needs to be pure, how are they supposed to know now from which kind of olives they came you cannot tell necessarily in the oil if it came from an olive that was already partially eaten or maybe even a bit partially rotten. What you could tell is if there's sediment inside. And this is why Rashi is saying the Atat that because it says you should command the Yidin now to bring pure olive oil, we understand it as meaning that the oil itself should be pure. We're not referring to what kind of olives they came from. However, one might still argue and say that perhaps... Um, when the Possek says the Atat Tetzave as B'nai Yisrael that they should bring the pure olive oil, so maybe it's only referring to the time when they will come into Eretz Yisrael. Maybe that's when the Torah is going to be particular that it should actually be coming from pure olives. And then maybe once again we could say that it's referring to the olives being pure. And this too Rashi is answering and explaining to us and proving it in so the words "vi'ata Tetzave because we know from other places that the term Tetzave or Tzav are words used when we're instructing the Eden to do something immediately as well as in the future. And therefore since they need to also immediately be bringing Shemin Zayis Zoch we must say that it's referring to the oil being pure and not the concern about what kind of olives they actually came came from. However, one could still ask that seemingly, possibly the Yidden could have known in Mitzrayim, they could have known that they're going to need the oil from the best kind of olives, and therefore, yes, they did take oil from Mitzrayim, but they took it from the best olives, olives that are pure. And therefore, Rashi brings the Gemara that says that they would leave the olives to ripen at the top of the tree. Because if, we're, if we would say like the Evanezer that we're concerned that the olives themselves should be the best olives, it wouldn't make sense to leave the olives and take the olives from the top of the tree. Because those are the olives that could easily be gotten by the birds. We could understand that you don't want to take the olives from the bottom of the tree where they could be accessible to people. But the olives on the top of the tree also wouldn't be the best olives because they too could be, become spoiled by the birds, etc., and therefore, it would have made more sense if we want the best olives to take from the middle of the tree. However, if we understand it, that we're looking for the best oil, this, in fact, will come from those olives that became perfectly ripe at the top of the tree, which then the oil is much easier to separate and take from those olives. And this is why Rashi is explaining, based on this, we can understand that we're referring to the oil being pure rather than the olive being of the pure kind. The Rebbe says one of the beautiful things in Halacha that we can now take from this Rashi versus the Evan Ezra, so we know that the Rambam tells us that generally when it comes to mitzvahs and all things we do for Hashem, we always need to be doing it in the most beautiful and best way. The question, however, becomes, what about when we are preparing something that's eventually going to be used for a mitzvah? Does this apply over here also that we need to be using the very, very best? Or do we say, no, at the time of the mitzvah, This ne- we need to be using the best material, but not at the time when we are doing the initial preparations for the thing that's going to be used as a mitzvah. Now, according to the Evan Ezra, the Eben Ezra says that the olive is the one that needs to be the pure one. That means even when we are preparing something in the initial stages of making the oil, etc. So even before we have the oil, we need to choose the olives as the very, very best ones. So clearly already in the preparation for the mitzvah, we need to be giving the best to Hashem. However, according to Rashi, that says the oil needs to be the best, it needs to be without sediment. From this we would understand that not necessarily in the time of preparation does it need to be the best, rather only in the time when it's actually being given to Hashem and being used for the mitzvah. The Rebbe then goes on and explains Yeinashol Torah, what we call the wine or the inner aspect of the Chassidus, of Torah, the Chassidus aspect, the idea according to Chassidus that's found also in Rashi. And the Rebbe explains that in Chassidus there's two ways how Zayis is explained, how olives are explained, there are two levels. There is the olive on the more simple level, which has a certain bitterness, and that represents that we are transforming darkness into light. The Zayis itself, as we know, represents a certain bitterness, and the Gemara says it makes you forget your learning, and that the concept of forgetfulness comes from Klippah. And therefore, we take the olive, we crush it. This is the concept of eskafya Sitra we're bending the klipa. And through that, we bring out something nice and something good. We bring out the oil. So that's one aspect of an olive. Another way of looking at the olive in a deeper level is olive is the source of oil. And that means the darkness or the level of the olive, the bitterness of the olive, is actually representing a level that's way, way higher than any light, then the light of Chachma, which Shemin represents Chachma, and the olive represents the source of that, which is a darkness that's, so to speak, even higher than light. Says the Rebbe, this is the difference between the Pirush of the Evan Ezra and the Pirush of Rashi, the Evan Ezra is looking at the Zeiss in the more literal sense, and therefore you look at the bitterness and the darkness of the olive, that's because of Klippa and Sitra Achra. And therefore you need to be extra careful also when you're choosing the olive, because we want to make sure that we're going to be able to get out the oil out of it, we're going to get out to Kedusha, and that's why the olive itself, needs to be a pure olive, that's the only way, we're going to be able to transform it, and make it a Keli telikus. however Rashi, that has Yeinishol Torah, that has the Pnimi of Torah, so here we have, and we're looking at things, even on a deeper level, that really, the Zayis represents, a level of Kedusha, which we call, Yoshas Choshach, Hashem being in the dark, which is higher than light, Higher than the Ishtaoshilas, a place that's pure Kadusha, pure Bittul. And therefore, according to Rashi, there's nothing to be even concerned about the Zayis itself. We're not worried about the purity of the olive itself, because the olive itself is definitely good. All we're concerned about is what's going to come out of it. The shemen, which represents the level of Chachmah, which is already some sort of revelation into Ishtaoshilas, that has already some sort of connection to the Oilamois, and therefore we need to be careful regarding the shemen that it too remains 100% pure.